Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again on a Tuesday night for the Scobro Show. It's a little bit after 9 p.m. You're a Steelers fan, you're feeling down, you, you haven't seen the team play, you haven't seen them play very well, and you haven't seen them play in over a week. Where else would you rather be right now? But with me as always, unless when he's not, is my big brother Rich. Rich, how's it going? <laughs> it's going all right, Dave. Sorry, that's the new line. You missed one show, and that's the new line, right? <laughs> With me as always, unless he's not. Yeah, well, you you can't have to worry. Answer. Yeah, that's a that's a Dave answer. Um, but you didn't have to worry about how you were breathing this week, right? Correct. That's right. Yeah. When there There, when there's when there's no game, you can't lose. (laughs) uh, I would say there was a bright side to this past weekend. The Steelers didn't lose. Yeah. So. Now, there's been some times in the past where the bye week has been very kind to the Steelers. I remember one year, I think they went from third to first in the division being on bye. You know, something crazy like that. I, I think yeah. that's happened more than once where they've moved up a lot. That obviously did not happen. Um, but right now, that's not the biggest thing that the Steelers have to worry about. The Steelers have to worry about their own growth, development, improvement in order to bring things together to win games, which is what we're going to be talking about a lot tonight. Now, before we get into 
uh, the news, which is plenty of good stuff that we have to talk about. Just want to give a quick programming note. Yes, I know. It was 10 after 9 when we started tonight. That's on me. This show might not be going until around 9.15 through from now through uh, probably February. It's all going to depend week by week. We're going to go somewhere in that range. Unless, you know, now Rich even has some stuff in his schedule ahead. We'll try to announce it a week ahead of time when if, if we know we're going to get moved significantly. But um, as some of you may know, because of various things, the, some of you might not have been around during the offseason. But um, earlier this year, my father-in-law passed away. Um, and my, my wife's had a hard time dealing with that. And tonight I finally was able to to send her off to a to a grief um, meeting group. And because of that, I want to make sure she's able to do that on Tuesday nights. So she's going to be getting home at a time that might bump us back five or ten minutes. And I'm like, hey, you know, husband, husband first, father first, those things have to come first. Uh, I think hopefully people will understand if it's 10 minutes. So um, just to let you know, if we're running late in, in future weeks by, by, by you know, hopefully no more than 15 minutes. If it's going to be more than that, we'll let you all know. So that's that moving forward. All right. Um, oh, thank you, Jennifer. And I actually, I know I liked one of her comments on there, on the tweets. If you all haven't checked it out, you can go check me out on Twitter. Or you could check out the better one is, you know, Jeff Hartman. That's something that went on in Steelers Nation. Well, not Steelers Nation, but BTSC Nation today. And that was um, our Christmas tree went up. Uh, For those of you that don't know, uh, Jeff, I've done this tree since before I was with Behind the Steel Curtain. I did it as where I had my own page previously, where there's... Um, and, and not too far from me, there is a, a, a festival of trees that they do for, for Christmas. It's in an, it's in a beautiful barn. They use this barn for a lot of weddings and things of that nature. And they, they just set it all up with Christmas trees. Last year, we, Jeff and I went, decorated the tree. He put it on Twitter. We ended up on KDKA on Christmas evening for doing a story because we're kind of, you know, there's a lot, there's, I'll tell you, there's at least two Ravens trees. There's at least two, but we also have our Steelers tree. Today was the day we went and got it set up. We wanted to get it set up early because they changed it this year. You had to pick your tree rather than them assign it to you. So we went right back to the prime spot they gave us last year. We're right in front, um, and we got the tree up there. If you want to see what it looks like, go check out either Jeff Hartman or myself on Twitter, um, and the pictures are there. Brian Anthony Davis was able to join us this year. It was a good time. Um, with all of us, and um, we had to do two different pictures because those guys decided to stand too much in front of the tree. So uh, thank you, Jennifer, for noticing that. Let's dive into Steelers. Have anything else you want to say about that, Rich, or were you ready to dive into Steelers? Oh, let's dive into Steelers. Okay, so we Go took Steelers. care. So 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 we took care of administrative stuff about what we're going to do, podcasts. We took care of BTSC news, Steelers news. Big one that came out first thing this morning. Well, not first. First of the things this morning was before Mike Tomlin's press conference, it was announced that the Steelers' Sunday night game against the Bengals has been flexed out of Sunday night because another game has been flexed in. The Pittsburgh Steelers now do have a game this year that will be a late afternoon kickoff. They didn't have any before. Everything was either 1 o'clock or prime time. They will be uh, facing the Bengals in week 11 at 425 at Acrisure Stadium. So, if you have tickets to the game, don't show up at 8.15. Make sure you're there for 4.25 kickoff. 
Um, what thoughts? Anything about that, Rich? Not surprised. Yeah, I'm not either. On I didn't know. Side, on the bright side, I don't have to stay up as late that Sunday night. Yes. Uh, us here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, on the podcast side, on the editorial side, we are happy when those kind of things happen because I I really don't like staying up till 3 or 4 in the morning um, in order to get everything done to then start off a week on a Monday. Um, so that I'm going to, that works better for us. My biggest concern to, to Steelers nation is the availability to see the game. So to give you a little bit insight on that, you won't, there won't be a map out until probably at least Tuesday of next week, you know, about a week from now as to who will get to see that game in that 425 window, the Steelers game got moved up the it's the, um, Chiefs and Chargers yep. got moved into that primetime spot. But CBS, they let that game go. But CBS has another game at 425 that I assume they wouldn't let go because both of these teams have such a good record. And that is the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Even though it's two NFC teams, CBS has that game. So the question is, between those two games, which one are Steelers fans going to see based on where they are in the country? I'm sorry if you live in the Dallas or Minnesota area. I'm hoping because I have two CBS stations that I'll that at least one of them will maybe do the Steelers game, <clears throat> especially the Baltimore one, because uh, you know of it being an, an, an AFC North matchup. But um, for everyone else, if you don't have Sunday ticket, I'm hoping you can still find a way to see the game if that affects you in that way. I'll That's the, the biggest thing. What's up? I'll see the game. Yeah, because if you're in the Pittsburgh home area, you're going to get to see it. You don't have to worry about that part. So, whew, so there's that. Then there was the press conference. The press conference, the biggest thing I took away from the press conference, I'm going to tell you there's two main things I took away from the press conference. Then there was news after the press conference that kind of helped build this up. And that was Coach Tomlin saying that they are optimistic about the involvement of TJ Watt and DeMonte KZ in week 10. Not just, you know, like KZ having to come off uh, the, you know, his 21 day window ends on Friday. So he's got to get put on the roster by then or else he's on IR for the season like Calvin Austin, the third, but it's not just coming off. It's being involved. There's a difference there. You could come off and still be inactive or not really part of the game plan. I liked the words that Coach Tomlin said. Do you do you put much weight in those words that he said about being involved? Yes, I do. Yeah. Because, yes. I, I, Coach Tomlin doesn't usually say things unless he really means them. Yeah. I'm a little surprised he said them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of was too. Um, I thought it was going to be the typical, you know, we'll continue to monitor the situation and their, we'll yeah. let uh, their availability this week be our guide, which is what he said about all the other injured players. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and I think they both were close last last game. They probably were. They probably, they, they, they probably well, could have. Well, TJ was. Yeah. Oh, I think Definitely. KZ was. He said he was medically cleared. Yeah. And it came out, it was a broken forearm, dislocated wrist, something like together, something crazy like that. That's that's some interesting stuff. But that's that's some interest that that's good. So you get those two guys back in the mix. 
Don't know yet about William Jackson III because he's one of the players that Coach Tomlin mentioned on the injury list. He's still dealing with that back injury. It was reported that he didn't practice Monday, but there was no official report. So it's, that's why I say reportedly. Um, but they mentioned you know Chris Boswell with a groin. Christian Kuntz with, with a rib injury is your long snapper. But that's one Coach Tomlin specifically said, I think although he might be limited early in the week, it shouldn't be something that keeps him out Sunday. That's a big deal because they'd have to bring in another long snapper. Yeah. Okay. Um, still mentioned Akello Witherspoon with the hamstring, Levi Wallace with the shoulder, Larry Ogunjobi with the back. Um, who else am I missing? Um, players that were that either got hurt during the game. Um, he didn't mention James Pierre in the foot. That was one I was worried about during the game. Yeah. And he didn't even mention that. And apparently there was a report about Pierre's with something to practice. So I'm like, he must be good. Because you never, when you hear a foot and it's a corner, you're like, for all you know, he could end up on IR. But, but yeah, that's so, so there's that. Um, I know there's someone else there I'm missing. I'm sorry if I, if I do, maybe um, people bring that up uh, in the live chat. But the other thing for the press conference was that Coach Tomlin didn't dismiss the idea when it was asked of him about seeing an increased role for Jalen Warren in the running game. He was asked if that's one of those possible changes. He was, he first, he was asked about Najee Harris. You know, is he still being affected by the injury he suffered in the preseason? Coach Tomlin says, well, he's healthy enough to play. Whether or not it's affecting him, I'm going to let Najee answer that. That is not an answer I expected from Coach Tomlin. How about yeah. you? No. Again, I, I'm used to the Coach Tomlin when you get the coach Tomlin non answers, they tend yeah. to be the very, you know, extremely cryptic. I'm not actually saying anything. Yeah. Although this was kind of a non answer, it was more of an answer than I, yeah. He at least, think. He, he at least directed it to say, if he says it's bothering, it is. If he, or if he says it's affecting him, it is. And if he doesn't say it, or if he says it's not, then it's not. Right. So it's not – and as much as Coach Tomlin downplayed the injury when it happened, that's kind of a big turn for that one. So I thought that was interesting. But then his answer about, you know, Jalen Warren will continue to get opportunities when he was asked about that, I thought that that, you know, was very telling as well. And there's no reason. I mean, it's not – it's not like they're just going to say, all right, it's just going to be Warren and not Harris. But there's not really any significant reason that they can't give Jalen Warren not just more snaps, but more carries. Agreed? Oh, I could argue that our running backs need more carries in general. Yeah. Well, now they need more carries in situations where you're not expecting them to run. That's what I think. Well, we need more carries, that, but to get more, to get more carries in the game – the runs have to be a little more effective. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Then there was roster moves this afternoon. Um, The Steelers released a player off their 53-man roster and did not replace them. The Steelers released outside linebacker Ryan Anderson. Now, that is who I projected 
would most likely be the player that would be released when TJ Watt, Watt returns. Now, they did not officially have TJ Watt return. They did not officially have DeMonte KZ return. But they went ahead and released Anderson and didn't make the, the move otherwise. Does that tell you anything? I have an idea. Well, go but, ahead. Bring, bring, go yeah. ahead. Tell your idea. To me, well, I think one, it's trying to do right by Anderson. Yeah. And two, by trying to do right by Anderson is one, if he gets picked up on waivers, he's going to get picked up on waivers one way or the other, whether they've released him today or whether they've released him on Saturday. If he gets picked up by another team, there's nothing the Steelers can do about that. But if he's not, I believe the Steelers would like to get him back on the practice squad where he was before they brought him up. Because remember, they had David and Nene um, that they had to get from Tennessee, had to put him on the 53. But then they had first Delonte Scott and then Ryan Anderson that came up in place of a Nene, who was then inactive. And then once they had a Nene for three weeks, a Nene got released inside of the practice squad and Anderson got promoted. So I could see that, you know, they're trying to do right and get him back to the practice squad. Now, maybe I'm wrong, because when they released Delonte Scott, they didn't sign him back to the practice squad, which was kind of surprising. But uh, I don't know what went on there. But to me, the reason if you do it now, rather than on Saturday, is he's going to get a check for week 10 if he's signed. If you wait till Saturday and release him, he can't be claimed off waivers until Monday. He can't end up on any team, and he does not get, whether it's a practice squad check or a game check, from anybody in Week 10. I don't know if that factors into their decision, but if it does, that's the right thing to do. It's a nice thing to do. Yeah, and and it could just be that the Steelers think that they're more likely to get him through waivers releasing him on Tuesday, then on Saturday. I don't know. So we'll see if he gets picked up. If he does, good for him. We wish you the best. Thank you for your for your time helping fill in um, for one TJ Watts. But I'm sorry, when Trent Jordan is back, Trent Jordan is the man. So um, it is what it is. And I, I looked at it. I thought maybe it could be Jameer Jones instead of Anderson because Jam- Jones hasn't been playing as many defensive snaps. But Anderson has zero special team snaps in the games that he's come up where Jones has a bunch. So it makes sense that that's where the Steelers would go. So there was that move. And then the one other move, which I do think is significant is that the Steelers released Nick Skiba, Skiba, however you say it, I still can't remember um, off the practice squad, brought back the wide receiver that they had dropped whenever they signed him on, which tells me Boz must be good. Boz is good. But I don't know if this, was doing right by Skiba or just wanting to make sure Boz was good. They could have released him last week off the practice squad, but he just got a practice squad check for a game that the Steelers didn't even play by staying on for another week. So although the practice squad checks really small compared to the game check he got the week before, um, you know, give that man a, a game check and a practice squad check. I think he's probably made more this season just doing that than what, we we would so <laughs> with <laughs> with things so good for him even if he doesn't get it hopefully he gets another chance in the NFL um it, thanks for thanks for filling in but that to me the significance there is it I think that means Boz is good to go right so, uh, yes, yes. Boz right. should be fine 
All right. So anything else you want to talk about with this stuff? Are you ready to um, talk about the upcoming matchup? Can, can I just ask you one real quick question as we were talking sure. about, you know, the, the one released today, potentially setting up for, you know, one Trent Jordan to come back off of IR. Yeah. Um, and the Steelers will need to make another move if everything goes on with KZ to come back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Any any chance? I know you say you were worried about, you know, what was going on with um, James Pierre, Pierre in the foot. In the foot. Yeah. Any chance that that just wasn't talked about, but he could still be going to IR? I don't know that it would be Pierre because I did hear about him doing something at practice on Monday. Okay, okay, that but I didn't. To be honest I with you, heard. it could be it could be a, it could be Levi, Levi Wallace. Yeah, it could be. They said, "Oh, Witherspoon's hamstrings bothering him again. He already lost four games. We're better off just putting him on IR." Which could be as you know, maybe that's why he was getting crushed out there in the game against the Eagles because it really wasn't hundred percent. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't want to read into it too much, but I could see a player to me. It would have to be a player in the secondary specifically for me. I think it's a cornerback. That's going to be the guy that goes, I did an article on the website on Saturday trying to predict what this would be, but the Steelers are now carrying, they were carrying an extra cornerback. Um, when they brought up um, Josh Jackson because so many had been hurt. Then they added William Jackson the third, So they're actually carrying two more corners than what they had to start the season on the, on the 53. Yeah. So to me, Casey coming back as a safety, it's going to be someone from the cornerback room unless somewhere else somebody is going on IR and you don't have to make that move. Okay. So um, if it's a healthy person, Unfortunately, I think it's going to be Josh Jackson just because he's the low man on the totem pole. Although he did not play as bad as what some of the guys that you paid the money for and are expecting to do better have been playing. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So it's interesting how that how that all. We don't have out. to make that choice. No, we don't have to do that. But I, I honestly. talk about it after it's done. I wouldn't be shocked. Criticize. If even though they let Anderson go. <clears throat> that KZ is the first one that comes back on the 53 because his window's up on Friday and yeah. TJ Watts isn't up until next week. And they'll wait and do TJ Watt, maybe even on Saturday or something. They might not. They might they might do it tomorrow. But to see if there is an IR move first. Yep. So I they they've got a plan. They'll figure it all out, don't you think? Yep. All right. So let's get into the topic of this show. This is something that I I kind of feel adamant about, partially because of what this Sunday means to you and me. What's this Sunday mean to you and me? We get to come through the tunnel. (laughs) Bam, there's the city. There's the city. We get to go on down to to the The Station um, Square. The Station Square. We get to walk on to the Gateway Clipper, even though it's supposed to be a high of like 37. Oh, is it that warm? Good. That's better than it's going to be here. I, I don't know. I'm saying that now. Every time I check Pittsburgh's weather for Sunday, it their high for the day drops a degree or two. It was well, originally 46 when I first watched, and I keep checking. I'm like, I got to stop checking because every time it's lower. Yeah, so you know they're going for the high here in, in, in Mountain, Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
29. Woo, yeah. So it, it could be dropping down there pretty low. It really could, but I'm worried I'm gonna have to wear the, the camo, the camo uh windproof, you know, heavy suit to the game on yeah. Sunday if it's gonna be that cold. But yeah, so we are scheduled to be there. We were both scheduled to be there with our sons, and the reason I say scheduled is this. You all obviously can't see it here, but my you don't I don't even know if you know about this. I'm currently wearing a walking boot. I have since Friday. <laughs> I've had yeah, I knew. a foot problem. My, 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 or I'm sure my mother told us. Of course. Or, or our father. So I probably, probably should have put it on Thursday, um, but didn't. I was just trying to power through. I'm dealing with some issues um, with my foot slash ankle. Um, even if I have to wear the boot, I'm going to the game. My only concern is sometimes when I have to wear the boot, when I get a flare-up like this, the other one gets bad from babying this one. And if both of them are bad, I only have one boot. So um, that's what's going on. So Kyle, I'm hoping that it becomes you. an issue. We will be there at Acrisure Stadium to watch this game. We will not be sitting together. You will be in your seats with your son. I will be in my seats with my son. But you might be hanging out. If we get there early enough, you might hang out with us at, with, as part of the 122 crew. So if anybody is going to be at the game Sunday at the Saints game, reach out to me or just come see us. Come see us. Section, Section 122, 122, Row Q. 122, Row Q. Um, I'm, I'm at the end more towards Section 123 if you have to come down one of the aisles. I'm the biggest dude you'll probably see that's not actually on the field. That's what you got to do to look for me. Um, so it's funny. Someone said Epsom Salt Dave. Uh, yeah, I've been doing hour-long soaks every other night, which might be more than they say I'm supposed to do. But yeah, I've been trying to try, trying to trying to take care of it here. So I'm excited about this game because when we go to games together, things were things just started kind of seem to come together. Last year we went to the to the um who was that team? The Broncos game. Yes. And that to me, I felt was kind of a pivotal game for the Steelers. They they were what one and four at the time, something like that. Um, and the Broncos game is when things started to get turned around a little bit. So once again, it's a game I'm we're going to. It's coming off the bye, and it's against a team that does not have a winning record. Yes, the Steelers are still underdogs at home, even after that. Um, I'll just call it interesting performance. Um, by the Saints on Monday night, but interesting, interesting. I'm going to say it. So Game that's that's yeah. So, but I also think that line could move a little bit if more comes out about one Trent Jordan Watt. But to me, I think this game, the Steelers Week Ten game, is going to set the tone for the rest of 2022. And you're like, really? Yeah. Here's why. The offense needs to get it together. We've been waiting through eight games for the offense to get it together. Still can't put up more than 20 points. They still might not be able to put up more than 20 points against the Saints. But it doesn't mean that they, they, that they can't win the game. If the offense can start to show a little bit more life, the defense gets a spark from some players returning. The Steelers are hitting a stretch of their schedule where, well, let's just say this. Before this last week's game, none of them were over 500 of their next like five or five opponents or so. 
now, you know, the, the Bengals won, so now they're above 500. Uh, I can't remember. Did the Falcons move to 500 or above 500? I can't remember. But they're they're right around there. So they're hitting the stretch of games that is not nearly as bad as the stretch, the four, the, the four games they had going into the bye. If they can come out and win this game, you can start to feel that the Steelers might be able to stay, quote, I'm doing air quotes, relevant for a for a longer portion of the season. If they come out and drop this one to the Saints and go to two and seven, they're always going to be that team that now teams look at as, oh, this team's struggling this year. This is one we should win. I've said a lot there. What 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 do you think about some of that stuff that I've said? Parts of it you agree, parts of it you disagree. Um, give give your give your thoughts on stuff there, Rich. Um, I, I'm with you in the the fact that the Steelers are getting into a much easier stretch of their schedule. Where mm -hmm. are they right now? I know the Ravens have the supposedly air quotes again easiest schedule left. But you know why? The difference is. The Steelers are two and six, and the Ravens are five well, or six and three. Five. Yeah, yes. And but and they play each other twice, so therefore yeah. the Ravens schedule is easier because the Steelers are the bad team, and the Steelers have the Ravens are the good team. That's why. Yeah. Otherwise, they play almost the same teams. Right. Um. You know, there's that. I, I'll give you that. Although you know. Uh, I told you that, you know, I went to vote this morning, then I took the day off of work, and I, and I went fishing with mm -hmm. the good pastor, Tim Pratt, and we talked Steelers, and um, he asked me what the Steelers would do in, with the second half of their season, kind of, and, and basically I, I said the Steelers could get the six wins on the season, you know, win four in the second half. And he didn't. He doesn't. He didn't believe that was true. And I was like, "Oh goodness! Oh, wow! That must." But be you said rough. six and what? Six, you know, six overall. Well, just six wins. Just they okay. go that the Steelers could go four and five. I said okay. they might go five and four. Just making yeah, sure I understood the numbers there. Gotcha. That, I, that I, I really think they're they're with the, the schedule they have left. They're yeah, they're a five hundred ball club, right? And he mm -hmm. he doesn't think they're that high. Um. But as, as the title of our show says, this week will answer all of that. I, I think so too. If the Steelers lose the game this week, I, I am going to be more likely to join the good pastor and say, yeah, they don't get the six wins. Yeah, I, I don't know. Six. I, I think they could do six, but to me, if you're going to end up six and 11, you're really not relevant to me. If, if you no. fall to two and seven, you are, there is, I would love to see a graphic in the month of December that when they're talking about this playoff seeds and then who the wildcard teams are, and they have like six teams listed in the hunt. Wouldn't it be great if the Steelers could at least be at the bottom of that? I'm not saying they should go to the playoffs. I'm not saying that. That's a big ask. 
but it would be nice for them to at least stay in the picture, make some noise and make teams still circle that game against the Steelers for the reasons they used to of this is going to be a tough one rather than, oh, wait, this is one that we should be able to to win. Because I still almost feel like the Eagles looked at that game against the Steelers coming out of their bye. And then knowing they had a short week to like, we just need to kind of not exert ourselves too much and just get to win in order to make sure we're okay for a short week. It almost felt that way as the game went on, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so now granted the Eagles are a really good team, but I don't want teams looking at the Steelers in that way. But then again, I don't know that the Steelers to, to me, the best team the Steelers have left on their on, on their schedule. Looking at things right now, we understand things could change in four weeks. Teams could get on a roll. Teams that are looking great could suddenly look um, could, could look weak. My goodness, we know it was two seasons ago the Steelers were eleven and zero when we were scared to death at, at the end because of how much things fell apart at the end. We know how things can change in just a few weeks. But if you look at things right now, the best team that the Steelers have left on their on their schedule, they play twice, and that's Baltimore. And I mean, that's because they've got the best record left of everyone of yeah. of all the teams left right now. But even Baltimore, you know, they might be up there with Buffalo and and Philly, but maybe not quite. And the Steelers at least get them at home for one of those. So I still think that the that that the worst of the worst for the Steelers opponent-wise, is behind them. So therefore, there's no excuse. None. Now, some people say, oh, the opponent doesn't matter when you're such a terrible offense. I'm like, you don't mean to tell me that if you're going up against the number one or number two defense in the league, that that is any different than going up against the 32nd defense in the league? Because that's kind of what the Steelers are going to, because the I have to look at it for Stat Geek this week, but the Saints, when it comes to defense, they're really they're really far down. So you don't tell me that there's a difference there with what maybe the Steelers can do on offense based on who they're going against. I sure hope so. And if there isn't, then that shows you the problem really is the Steelers. And not just really is the Steelers. It's really, really the Steelers. Yeah. And we could even go into more specifics about that, but we don't need to get all riled up about no, those. No, we don't. So, so, well, so well, well, yeah. Why don't you take your break? Yeah, we got to take a break because, I mean, we've been rolling over way, way, way over in these shows recently. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're we're, we're gonna try to not do that. So we're gonna take a quick break, and um, you know, we're not going anywhere here on the, on the live show on the YouTube, Facebook. Well, it'll just be a couple seconds. Um, but on the audio side, just hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Thanks for joining us. Um... Whew, let's talk. We're we're got talking about this matchup with the Saints. And we're not talking personnel. We're not talking about specific players on the Saints right now. We're just talking about this game is very pivotal for the Steelers because it can really set the tone for the second half. Um, um Jennifer asked a question. I only saw sorry, I I until we took a break, I hadn't been looking at the live chat. Sorry, everybody. But um, someone said about how she asked a question. She said, I report that the Saints defense is good against the run and bad against the pass. Where are they ranked? I will be honest with you, teams that are bad against the pass generally get ranked down really bad. I know before last week, I'm pretty sure the worst pass defense was the Ravens, but um, but then now things might not be so bad for him. I will be covering that on my stat geek podcast. that comes out Thursday morning. I don't have that information right now, Jennifer, but that very well could be the case there. There's a lot of times teams that are good against the run, but bad against the pass overall. Think about it. What percentage of yards in an offense comes from pass versus run? Oh, it's typically minimum two to one pass. Yeah. It, yeah. You're it's generally two to one pass. So if you're, if you're good at stopping the run, but bad against the pass, then, then the portion of the game that gives up more yards, you're giving up even more yards and the portion of the game that doesn't give up as many yards. So you're not giving up as many yards. We'll see how that all works out for the Steelers. Uh, we'll get some more breakdown into that, but thank you, Jennifer. That was a good question. And some people in the live chat might even have that for you. Um, so, so people are asking, and those are asking about, you know what? People are asking about, aren't the Steelers the worst? Um, you know, are, 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 are they the worst pass offense or whatever? Oh, they're the worst. They're, they're the worst defense with everything. Well, the Steelers' um, defense was um, – oh, where, where are we? Okay. Um, oh, no, it was the say, offense. Sorry. It was the offense that before last week – was the worst in the NFL in points scored. They were 32nd. Yeah. And then the, Colts got, then the Colts got even worse. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure when I break this down, they're going to be 31st. This was yeah. at the bye week before the games last week. The Steelers' defense, here's the one that's going to get you. The Steelers are the, Steelers are the ones that are bad against the pass and decent against the run this year. Wait, what? This is not? Yeah. Going into the bye week before those other games, the Steelers were 31st in the NFL against the pass, but only 16th. They were 16th against the run. So the run defense has not been the problem for the Steelers so far this year. But when you're giving up games like you did in Buffalo, uh, those things are going to happen. So I'll have all more for that on StatGeek. All right. Let's see if the Steelers secondary can get a little bit uh, of a boost from players coming in. And if that pass rush is just a little bit quicker, gives a little bit less time they have to defend, that's definitely going to be helpful as well. So, all right, Rich, uh, what more do you want to say about this matchup? Um, I will say that um, in going to the game, uh, very excited the fact that we may see, you know, Trent Jordan back out on the field. 
um, because of just what you were talking about. I'm sitting there Mm -hmm. thinking that if TJ's back on the field, that means teams can't give as much attention to Cam Hayward, Alex Highsmith, Highsmith, Larry O. Yep. Yeah. And what does that mean for the Steelers? What does that do for our pass rush? Once you can generate a little more pressure on a quarterback then, how does that help the secondary in terms of coverage? Um, Not giving such clean pockets that quarterbacks can stand there and just throw laser beams Mm -hmm. to guys that are, I don't want to say wide open. Yeah, they're not wide open, but they're enough open. Yeah. I mean – I don't know if you read. Did you read uh, Jeffrey's Zamat Vertex last week? I did not get to. No, that one. It came out a day later because of the bye week and everything. It was actually about the Steelers. I don't think it wasn't as popular because we we actually titled it about AJ Brown. AJ Brown had a big game against the Steelers, and we were kind of looking at why, what happened, what was the breakdowns, who was responsible, things of that nature. Two of those three touchdown passes. There was some some crazy stats with it. They they shouldn't. They were good coverage. That would that would have been considered good coverage, but AJ Brown is just that good. That's one. But the other thing that I look at too is, wouldn't it be nice if Jalen Hurts wouldn't have had time to even throw those passes? Yep, exactly. Yes, you've got to admit that that helps. I know that that it kind of changes everything that you do if you're not getting the pass rush. So I mean, it it, it is. It is what it is. Sorry, I'm taking care of the spam in the live chat. I at least have to look at that. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the, honestly, of course I want to see TJ Watt and see a better pass rush. How electric is it going to be? You know they're going to announce the defense. Oh, you know I'm he's sure going to be last. How crazy is it going to go when Trent Jordan Watt – comes out of the tunnel, gives the leap, and goes crazy to be coming back with the Steelers after missing after missing seven games. There will be many a terrible towel a twirling. Yes, that's to me that right there. It's funny when we looked at the schedule early on. This was a game some people thought, well, maybe that's when you're going to see Kenny Pickett for the first time. Yeah. It, it 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 really was, and I'll, I'm still going to say that. I still think it was – I don't think that was handled very well. If Pickett wasn't going to start in week one, he probably shouldn't have started until week 10. Um, I don't think that was all Mike Tomlin. I still think there was pressure coming from other places. It's my own speculation. I have no inside information about that. It's just a feeling that I get, and I brought this up in our in our, in our our Slack channel. I get that feeling because as time has gone on, I would expect things to be said by people that would make that feeling that I have go away, and it hasn't. So it's not that it's been confirmed. It just hasn't been denied. One of those things. But yeah, I'm, I just want to, TJ Watt coming out there, I think is going to have that, that stadium is going to be on fire like it was when Kenny Pickett came in at halftime. Yep. Possibly, and I'm going to say probably even more. Quite possibly. I just I just hope that I, 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 I don't know if I've ever been the one. I shouldn't admit this. I will. There are times that I go so crazy cheering at games. 
I actually fall back into my seat because I get lightheaded. <laughs> do you ever do that? Where I'm going so crazy that I'm like, oh, I got to sit down for a second. <laughs> uh, don't you remember? we? I, oh, which game was that you and I were at where I did that? Uh, was it last year or year before? Yeah. There's like, I mean, it wasn't the year before. Yeah. Was it last year or two years or three years yeah. ago? Renegade can do that to me at times. Um, just overall cheering and going crazy that I'm just like, well, and that's when you know it's great. That's when you know, no, 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 that it's great. So I, I just think when we come back next Tuesday, if you can take a deep breath, then I think the Steelers would be like, okay. Now, where are they going to go from here to try to keep themselves? You know, I don't have big ambitions for this season. For I know there's some people that they're like, I will never, I will never think the Steelers will not win the Super Bowl until they're eliminated from the playoffs, you know, either during the regular season or get knocked out of the playoffs. I I I'm not I'm not that crazy. I'm a little bit crazy, but I'm not quite that crazy. But I'm also not telling anyone that is that crazy that it's not outside the realm of possibility. This team, what if something just clicks? But there's also this part of the fan base that they look at things and they look at a game like this one against New Orleans. They're even looking like ones ahead, like when the Steelers still play the Panthers, who are a bit of a mess, and the Colts, who are a royal mess, that they still have those games. And they're like, there's no way the Steelers can even win those games. I mean, what makes you think that they could that they could do anything to win those games? It's called a young team improving. That's that's all I want to see, yeah. particularly on offense. A young team get a young a young offensive team improve, and a defense getting healthier. That could be a really good recipe for success. And I would much rather the Steelers get on a roll and win win a bunch of games, the second half of the season, than in the first half of the season. Because we've seen how that would go. I'm not saying I'm not saying they could they could really, you know. I someone else said it earlier. I didn't even see who it was. They're like, I'm a believer that this team can still go, you know, 10 and 7, you know, go basically go eight and one. Not basically, they'd have to go eight and one over the last nine games. You know what? Great. I believe that it's anyone who says that's possible, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. It's possible. The question is how probable is it? The only thing the Steelers can do now is win their next game. They need win number three before they can get win number eight or nine, you know. So, and their first chance at win number three is this Sunday, and they need to make the most of it. Agreed? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to give you a chance to say something. They need they need to play, I want to say, I wanted to say smart football, but that's not even what I'm looking for. They need to offensively. We need to sustain drives. Defensively, we need to make sure we're stopping the players on the other team that could be, you know, that could cause the most damage to us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for us, we need to sustain drives. We need to get to the red zone and score touchdowns. We need, you know, honestly, defensively, this game. You know, Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara. We need to shut those guys down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see, you know, Trent Jordan and Cam 
Cam Hayward, you know, um, I don't want to say getting up close and personal with their old friend, Andy Dalton. Um, yeah. And if, if those kinds of things happen, then it's going to be a good day for the Steelers. Yeah. I'm going to bring up a comment. And this was from no one you know. It says the only time I get pissed is at them is when they look like they just rolled over and took it. Yes. So, and it seems like the Steelers have had that this year. Um, I I feel like Buffalo was the worst. I think yeah. at least with Philly, un- until the strip sack, they still had the chance to make me think they were they could get within a score, and then it all fell apart. Um, you want to see the team out there giving it all that they could have a chance to win the game. So far from Kenny Pickett, and I mean, he, he's a rookie. These, these things just don't come to everybody right away. He's had a game where in the fourth quarter, all he had to do is not lose it, and a ball hits off his receiver's hands and gets interception, and in essence, it lost it. Okay? Yeah. All he had to do was not turn it over, and there ended up being a turnover. Whether, wherever, I mean, whether you want to place blame for that is up to you. He also had an opportunity twice in the, in the same game to where the Steelers were down and had a chance to win it and turned it over. Yeah. So that's two different, you know, so I'm obviously talking about the Jets game and the Dolphins games. Those are two different games that, you know, Steelers fans are kind of used to winning, especially under Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. And they didn't. Kenny Pickett's going to need to show if the Steelers are in a game like that, that he can come through and do what needs to get done to either finish off the win or go get the win because the Steelers have not won a game with Kenny Pickett playing in the playing in the fourth quarter this year. And that's what they need to start off doing first. Yeah. So yeah. Um anything else you want to say before we uh, get to these scores? Um just I'm excited to get to go to yeah. Acreshore. Yeah. Raise your hand raise your hand. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to what Yin's talking about and they're uh they're they're great. I'm sorry, I've had their I've had their growing pain song stuck in my head ever since they did it about um about Kenny Pickett, the growing pains theme. It's 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 hilarious. Um if you don't know what I'm talking about, make sure you check out um what Yin's talking about that comes out Thursday at noon on our audio only platform. Well, wouldn't it be hilarious? Me, me, I mean, we could include Gabriel, but he probably wouldn't do it. But you, me, and Kyle, you know, mm. marching down through the Great Hall at at the uh, Acreshire Stadium singing the, you know, confident. Yeah. Confidence, 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 dry and secure. Yeah. Raise your brand. <laughs> raise your brand. Uh, who knows? We, 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 we might have to. We, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we can get Kyle to do that. That, that would be interesting. If we convince Kyle to do it, you know, you know, I'll follow, follow in. And, and uh, I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself. I do it every time I get on YouTube. That's right. So. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right, Rich, we don't want to run over this week. No. So let's we get it ready. So let's get to this score. Th- to me, I'm excited. I'm excited, not just because I'm going to be there, because I feel like the Steelers have an opportunity still to show that they are not the team that we've seen for the first eight games, that they can be more than that. Now, 
they could disappoint me. I'm hoping that they excite me. So let's see what happens. Rich, let's get to it. Now, everyone remember in the live chat, don't enter your score in until I actually type it in here. But what is your score prediction for this Sunday, 1 p.m., Acrisure Stadium, okay. Steelers and Saints? Um, you know, I, you know, last year I had a perfect record when I went to see games at Acrisure, right? Okay, what is that one more well, time? Last year I had a perfect four and a record at games. At I was two and oh. Well, okay. both games I went to were you were there too. Um, and Kyle was two and oh last year, yeah, going to games at Acrisure Stadium. Um, So, although I said I wasn't going to do this, I'm going to go ahead and go back and do this, and I'm going to write. I'm I'm going to hop back on the uh, the winning ways here. Um, partly just because I had to, I sat through and watched that game last night while I was working on some stuff in upstairs. I had I had the game on, and it was so bad. I was like, "Oh my goodness! If we can't beat the Saints, yeah." So I'm going with a Steeler victory. Uh, I'm going with a, a 24-19 Steelers. 24-19. So the, the key thing about that is the Steelers go over 20 points. Yes. Okay, and then they hold their opponent under 20. So under that's good. 20. Man, everyone was ready. Lots of people ready. Remember, if you don't say a team, we're assuming you mean Steelers. Man, man, they were ready. They were ready. Here we go. Thomas Riley. He says uh, Steelers 30, Saints 9. 9. I like that one. I do. I do. Okay. Um, Steel Dog 88 says 27-23 Steelers. Um, Kathy Ford. Um, whoa, skipped on yeah. me. She's still there. Yes. Says 24 to 10. George Teston says 17-0 Steelers. Going with the shutout. And George OTJ says 31-13. Ooh, 31. That's that's ambitious for this offense. Yeah. I would love I would love to see over 20. Man, over 30, that, that would be uh that would really be something. Uh Brian Brown would be 14-10 Steelers. Man, that would make a lot of people kind of have to cool it a little bit at the Steelers without any other defense or special team touchdowns if they hit 30 points. That 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 would be something. Uh Mark Malone says 27-20 Steelers. State of the Steelers also says 20 to 9. Was the other one 20 to 9 or was it I know it was to 9. The other one was 30 to 9. Okay. Yeah. He says 20 to 9. Okay, Occam's Ox, 2013 Steelers, no one you know, 1917 Saints, okay? Um, this guy, Rich, What? what's the name? I can't get it right. DG's NSOM. Okay, Steelers 31-16. I, I always mess that one up, and you always tell me the right way to say it. So um, um, Kevin Brokenborough says 27-17 Steelers. Um, Brian Blackstock says Steelers 23-17, and then also gives a prediction about T.J. Watt and his sacks. Uh, Mark Tobin says Saints Saints 30-17. Um, Harvey Stone Jr. says Steelers 20-17. Um, Jerry Frazier says 6-3 Saints. Yeah, I call that. Boy, wouldn't that be exciting for us to sit there in the cold to see nine total points. Um, um, Dion Eaton says Steelers 24, Saints 14. Jacob Heinrich says uh, 21, 17 Steelers. Outside Steelers fan says good guys 17, Saints 24 with a frowny face. Oh, man. Um, Reginald Rivers, 23, 16 Steelers. Tyler W., 
he went saying he, he's the one who got it before I said scores before 24, 10 Steelers. He has a defensive touchdown coming in to, to help to go over 20, 27, 17 um, Steelers comes from Sherry Richards. Uh, Devin Logan says 17, nine Steelers. John Funker says 24, 17 Steelers. Jerry Cherry band, 27, 23 Steelers. Hey, Jerry Cherry band. Baby. Thanks okay. for the music. Thanks for the music. Um, Mike Barrett, 1317 Steelers. Okay. Uh, Joseph Brown, Steelers 42, Saints 10. That that would set the tone for the second that half would of set 2022. The tone for the second half. Yeah. That so to me, I'm looking at it as just if the Steelers could pull off, play well and pull off a win. If they have a decisive win, that changes everything. I'm not even looking for a decisive win. I just want the W. I just want the W. Okay. Uh George OTJ says. Um, o scores 21 and D sets up a field goal and gets a pick. Did he have a score earlier? I missed it. Yeah, he that. had a score. Earlier. Okay, I missed it. Okay. Um, Tyler W said he was too excited. Um, Alex Flores says Steelers three, Saints 21. So I, I will say this the Saints are a team. I haven't verified this yet if they're the only team, but they are one of the teams that Mike Tomlin has not defeated. The Steelers have never beat the Saints under Mike Tomlin. So I'm gonna um I don't they might be the only one. I'm gonna have to look into that. So um, but uh, do we have any more coming through? No, I think nope. that was that we got through those pretty quick. So wait, nope, got another one. Dennis Pavlak, 24-16 Steelers. There you go. So um whew. I'm glad to be excited. I think the story comes down to our our resident homer won Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman. And man, oh man, was he down in the dumps after that Eagles game. To me, the Eagles game it didn't give me anything that I wasn't expecting. I was expecting the Steelers. I, I like I didn't have lofty expectations that they were going to beat the Eagles. The Eagles were just too hot of a team coming off a bye, going to their place. All those things, okay? Uh, Connor Brown says, I got the defense coming in strong, 24-10 Steelers, okay? But Jeff was down after that game. He was just like, he didn't feel like there was anything to really be excited about. You know, the excitement over Kenny Pickett is dying down. You're, you're wanting to act, you're like, all right, Kenny, we've got the excitement. Now we need to see you start producing is kind of where it's going. Yeah. Um, and I, mean, I, I, I had not seen Jeff Hartman that down as a Steelers fan. You know, at this, especially at this point of the season, since I've met him in 2018. And then the trade deadline happened, and he was right back. He was back just that the Steelers were, you know, weren't just sitting back and saying, the standard's the standard, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, no, they didn't make a coaching change, but honestly, I would not be surprised if we see some differences in both the Steelers' offense and defense coming out there on Sunday. If we don't see any, you know, even if it's just subtle, small things that we're like, oh yeah, look, look at them, you know, you know, pulling this out now or something. If we don't see that, I, that's when I'm going to be really disappointed. If the team, this team's going to improve, it's not, it's coach Tomlin said it today. Is it that things have to change or do they have to just get better at what they do? And he said, the answer is both. Okay. 
Um, Mike Tomlin's first game as a Steeler was that's not the last time the Steelers beat the Saints was in 20 or sorry, it was in 2006. The last time the Steelers beat the Saints, from what I had looked up, um, was was in was in was again was in 2006. Um, here we go. I've got I've got some some things here anyway. Um, yeah, he's he might be talking preseason. Are you talking yeah, preseason? Are you talking preseason, George? Yeah, because um, I don't have a twenty to seven game with the Steelers playing playing the Saints. Um, yeah, that uh, you know they they beat them thirty eight thirty one in two thousand six um, in Bill Cowher's last last year coaching, but they lost in New Orleans ten ten to twenty um, in two thousand ten. They lost 32 to 35 in New Orleans in 24 or at home in 2014. And then they had that 28 to 31 loss with um the uh the juju fumble heard around the world on that one. Oh. Um, which then led to the meltdown the next week. And if you know what I mean, when things really fell apart. So uh yeah, don't want to want to get moved on from that. So those are my final thoughts. I'm I'm finding myself excited. Am I setting myself up for a possible disappointment? Absolutely. But you know what? If I can't take joy in something that's only supposed to bring you joy, then why bother? Then why well, bother? That's know, that's just gonna be me. Rich. I know, but, but we, especially, we especially have to try to get excited because we're yeah, we're gonna be sitting in the stadium on Sunday. Yeah, trying not to freeze. So, yes. you know, that's the other thing. If the Steelers are playing well and the, and we got a good game going on, won't be nearly as cold as if we gotta sit there. Through some lousy football. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, you weren't wrap it, having me wrap it up now. Yeah, you? I said, do you want to give oh. us your final thoughts there? Final, oh, oh, wait, uh, I should say this. Sorry. I was Make sure. Man, listen to all the podcasts. Read all the articles. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what Dave said. <laughs> what I said. Go ahead. I hope, Send us Jeff, up here, I, I hope Jeff hears this, and I hope he gives you a bad time for saying <laughs> he it like should. that. You know, um, hey, look, se second half of the season, we need to see some growth, especially on the offensive side of the football. But really, both sides of the football, we just need to clean things up a little bit. Um, and let's see some improved play. Dave and I are going to be at the game, with both of us with our sons. Um we're looking forward to that. Come see us as part of the 122 crew. Um, hope to see you there on uh, on Sunday. Can't wait. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.